I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Lunchtime hour, Mutton Lou, 93.7 WEEI. We continue to monitor the latest on the Darrell Rivas contract. Get your thoughts on Rivas Island in New England and what's next for the Patriots. And joining us on the at the hotline, our friend Jackie McMullen of ESPNBoston.com. Jackie, how are you? I'm good, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Scale of 1 to 10, you're surprised that not only Belichick got Revis, but got Revis on a, well, so I guess a one-year one deal, but one-year $12 million deal, now it's sort of changing. But the fact that Belichick got his guy into Darrell Revis, Jackie. Uh, boy, an 8? I mean, no. I was really surprised. and Because it, it's, it's so outside the Patriot box, right? It's so outside what they normally do to pay this kind of top dollar for a player outside their system. And, uh, and you know, I'm sure people will say Richard Sherman's, Sherman's the best cornerback in the game, and they might be right. But when Revis is healthy and he's a year removed now from that knee injury, he's as good as anybody I've ever seen. And he comes with the swagger, the whole thing. I mean, listen, it's brilliant what happened here. You, you, you let Tlaib go. You end up with a better player, a healthier player, and a better contract. I mean, it, I just don't see it. it's a It's a grand slam home run. You know, Jackie, we were talking to you, I think, last week about Vince, right, in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, unlike Tom Brady, where well, you had that, that beautiful letter, you know, that Tom, Tom <laughs> had written. Uh, you know, he, he sort of read, redid his deal and then saw that nothing major kind of followed. As far as Wilfork, you have this, this bomb of Revis. So wouldn't that make it a little bit easier, at least to stomach and say, okay, at least I saw what happened with Tom. We didn't really give mm-hmm. him any weapons. At least now they've added something to my defense. Sure. And, and help move that forward a little bit? Well, yeah, and you you just got to figure that Vince has got to – I mean, I don't think this should be a surprise to Vince Wilfork. Uh, We've all sort of known when it got to this point of his contract that there was some restructuring that probably had to be done, same with Mankins. And uh, and I'd like to think he's willing to do it. Uh, And I don't think he should look at that as an affront. As you just pointed out, the best player in the history of the franchise has done it multiple times, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, Brady's done it more than once. So I would like to think that cooler heads are going to prevail there. It's it. We took so many calls yesterday from people talking about that. You know, the, uh, you guys are crazy. We we maybe on sports talk radio, Jack. You got a little bit nuts yesterday. You think I'm nuts with think- uh, <laughs> with the Patriots' lack of moves and a lot of right. fans. A lot of fans said, uh, "You got to let Belichick trust in Belichick. Trust in Belichick. Don't want him to overspend." Well, I think we'd all agree that this is such a different thing that you know, Patriot it- fans who believed don't spend a lot now. Aren't they sort of in a catch-22? Because now Bill went and spent a lot, but he spent it on the best guy available. Well, and I think, too, at least to me, it was a signal of everything that we've all been saying. The window's getting smaller. Yep. I mean, it's just a fact. And to me, this cements that fact that they understand it as well. Now, they still have to either re-sign Edelman or get, I think, two receivers, Edelman and somebody else. They still need to do that. And uh, now, you know, if, if Vince restructures, if Logan restructures, which we seem to think 
that there's a good chance that both of those things could occur. Maybe you have some money. And, you know, it's not going to be Eric Decker. Well, my goodness. We sure found out what was important to Eric Decker, didn't we? Huh? It isn't winning. That's for sure. Um, and my, my daughter was telling me that I guess his wife is a country singer. Let me see. I'm not, I'm not up on my pop culture. So I guess that's what that move is all about. Yeah, she sings country music. And also, if she, when she was there's a there's a photo shoot of them. She was pregnant, and there there are not very many clothes uh, during okay, this photo shoot. Go. So basically, they they don't they don't mind the spotlight. Jackie is okay. what I'll say about so the they're Deckers. In, they're in a good spot for them. And but you know it tells you that he wasn't as concerned about winning a championship. They don't even have a quarterback for what what receiver worth his salt goes to a, a team where there's the quarterback is that uncertain and that. Uh, you know, that, that to me was silly. But there's plenty of people out there. Now, I'm not expecting the Patriots to sign Steve Smith in the next hour. Uh, but it would be nice if they got somebody else in there. And, I mean, I still think Edelman's important. Yeah, and we, we said a few people, I think, nationally kind of look at some articles who say now the, the Patriots are the favorites. And I think that's a little strong right now because of yeah. one guy. You still put Denver number one? Um, no, I still put Seattle number one. Well, in the AFC. Oh, yeah. the AFC. Okay. Um uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess so, because they shored up their defense, too. They made a lot of big signings yesterday. I mean, they talk about the window closing. They're pretty sure their window is going to slam down on their fingers, right? So they went for it all in one fell swoop. I mean, T.J. Ward's a good player. I think DeMarcus Ware, they, they made some nice moves there. Let's wait and see what the Patriots do. See, the way I always look at it is, if you get Will Fork back, does he, is he as healthy as last year? I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe he never can be. He, he even brought those questions to light himself in some of the interviews he did. But you're going to get Mayo back. So if you take last year's Patriots team and Denver's team from last year, but you add back in Mayo and Will Fork, that's like two incredible free agent signs if you want to look at it that way. Jackie, you talk to players more than we get a chance to. Um, and I'm curious, do you believe that there is – for players, the, the go to a team because they have the chance to win. I, we talked about Revis earlier. Like the, you're a free agent now. Patriots have a lot of money to spend, and they all right. these still they still have these needs: defense, wide receiver, etc. Do players look at okay? They have the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best coach, one of the best cornerbacks. I have a chance to win. I'm going to sign there because I have my chance to win. Do you think that still exists in sports? I do. I do. And I think I think it's Wes Welker to some degree did that last year. Uh, I mean, I think he would have liked to have come back to New England because he would have had a chance to win there, too. But then when he looked around, where did he pick to go? He picked to go to Denver. Uh, you know, there are always exceptions to the rule. I think Eric Decker is one of them. I think when Samuel left the Patriots, he went for the money. And I, I don't know that you can blame these young guys, uh, especially in the NFL where the average – what's the average eight, uh, yeah. years for and, a career? And Edelman's another one, something. right? You don't blame Edelman no, at all. No, I don't, I don't blame – you know, I honestly don't blame any of them. When you're a free agent – it means you're free to make a choice that's best for you and your family. And I, it's hard for me to begrudge any of them when they do that, any more than I begrudge Ray Allen, and I know his name is Mud here still in this town for many people. He did what he thought would be best for him in his legacy. And guess what? He's got championship rings now, multiple rings, not just one like KG and Paul. So people make choices for different reasons. You know, Jackie, that game, uh, switching over to the Celtics real quick, that mm -hmm. game last night – with the Knicks yeah. was was <laughs> just another kind of like day in the life of of Jeff Green, kind of being a fan right. of him, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because he looked so good there for a while, trying mm -hmm. to take over the game, and then the disappearing act, and it's just kind of what he is. Well, the you know you're right, but the game that was more disappointing to me was the game in Indiana the night before, mm -hmm. because remember what he did to the the Pacers on the Celtics floor the last time they met ten days earlier. 
He was dominant, and he was Jeff Green at his best, shooting threes, driving to the hole, uh, rebounding the ball. He was just fantastic. And uh, in the pregame, when Mike Gorman and I were talking about it, I said, you know, that was great, but let's see if he can do it here now in one of the toughest places to play in the league at um, the former Conseco Fieldhouse. And, uh, and, you know, I think he missed his first seven shots of the game in that game. So it, he does come and go. We're going to be talking about it forever until he finally does leave, for real. And it's why I'm sure the Celtics don't feel like they can rebuild around him or unless he's your third or fourth option. And he was very, very, um, you know, I thought he did a good job last year when he was next to KG and, and Paul and for a brief time Rondo before he went down. Uh, we're going to tell you about Jackie uh, fighting Huntington's disease once again and what she's involved with this weekend. I want you guys to get involved. Uh, I'm going to follow up on your Indiana point. You're doing the game with Mike. I don't know, maybe it was just your tone, but it seemed to me you were unimpressed, Jackie, with the effort of the Indiana Pacers. Do you view, that, do yeah. you view, do you view them any differently now as a contender in the East after what you saw up close and personal uh, the other night? I do, and I'll tell you – I it's not that it can – maybe it can be rectified. There's something wrong with that team. There's something wrong with them. And I talked to Larry Bird and Donnie Walsh for a long time before the game. I talked to Frank Vogel for a long time after the game. Frank feels like it's going to sort itself out. But there's something wrong with Paul George. Let's start there. And I don't know what it is. He's a young guy. There, there was a little bit of a hint around the team that maybe he's got some personal issues that he's dealing with. I don't know what those are. Uh, but he's not locked in the way he was before. He is a terrific young player. And, you know, I think I said during the broadcast Tuesday night, at one point, if you dropped in from the sky, you'd think, well, he's just another player. And he's not. He's better than that. So something's up there. Hibbert, Hibbert is really... Uh, come back down to earth, too. He's, he's a little too soft. He's got to get a little more aggressive. Maybe Bynum is going to push him to that degree. Bynum was just fantastic in that game. If he can give them 10 to 15 minutes a night like that uh, going forward, they've got you know, a real formidable front line there. Because remember with Bynum, it was never a question of skill. It's a question of health and attitude. Never skill. That kid is just super talented. He's got the championship ring to prove it. Behind the scenes there, Jackie, is David West the leader? He looks like he is on the floor for the Pacers. Yeah, behind the scenes and on the floor. He's there, Kevin Garnett. There's no question about it. He's the heart of their defense, the heart and soul of that team. Uh, He gets in everybody's face. He gets them all going. Um, He brings them an edge, and they need that edge right now because they've lost it. They've lost, you know, early in the year when they came out, they were coming out and punching people in the mouth with their defense. And now they're not. Now they're on their heels waiting for teams. They, they, if you look at their losing streak and even the win over the Celtics, they fall behind early in every game. And Great teams don't do that. So I, I think there's some concern there. I'm not saying it's irre- – you know, I'm not saying they can't turn it around. We've seen teams slump. I mean, hell, heck, the, uh, the Heat are slumping a little bit. Oklahoma's slumping a little bit. The other thing is, and, you, you know, this is the, the, how delicate the chemistry of a team is. C.J. Watson, Watson's been out there, backup point guard, the Pacers, for a while now. And that doesn't sound like a big deal. Everyone's like, who is he? I've never even heard of him. But it just affects everybody else's role on the team, it affects the depth of the team. And, and I think Evan Turner's going to work out well for them. I thought that was a good pickup. So I'm not ready to throw in the towel on them yet, but, but the vibe that I got being there was, was not a good one. Uh, Jackie, you are part of a, the Hoopathon again this weekend. Tell yes. people what you're going to be doing on Sunday, then I'm going to tell them how they can help. Sure, yeah. So we're going to be at Lexington High School on Sunday from 11 to about 2.30. Um, you shoot free throws for five minutes, and it doesn't sound like much, but let me promise you, um, people make the mistake of coming in street clothes and that are sweat straight through those street clothes. And not only that, their arm feels like it's going to fall off, <laughs> but we shoot free throws for uh, five minutes, as, as, and we get as many as we can, and we look for sponsors uh, to help us with Huntington's disease, something I been involved with 
gosh, I think it's been about 30 years now for me. Uh, and it's just one of the most devastating diseases I've ever been around, guys. It's a neurological disorder. It affects their their minds. Uh, they can't, by the end, they have trouble walking, talking, eating. It's just devastating. It wipes out entire families. Um, people that have Huntington's have a 50% chance of passing it on to their kids. They've isolated the gene. We just need a cure for this thing. And because it's not well known, they don't have the research funds that some of the other more prominent diseases in our world has. Um, so it's near and dear to me. I've, I've watched a lot of families suffer this through this. So we'll be there at Lexington on Sunday. Um, I think my whole family will be there shooting free throws, uh, trying to help them find a cure for this. Well, if you can't be there, you do the next best thing, which is help donate to Jackie's cause. She has a goal. We're going to help her reach that goal. It's, it's a lengthy URL uh, to donate, lengthy website. So make it very simple. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can check uh, my page out at MuttWEEI or just the basic at WEEI page. There's a link right there. It'll take you right to Jackie's page as part of the Hoopathon, and there's a big green donate button. You guys are on Twitter. You listen to Jackie. Uh, I want to help her out and help out a great cause at MuttWEEI, at WEEI. Click the link and donate. Uh, all part of this uh, great hoopathon this weekend. Then a couple weeks, you're, I see a, a headline event called Talking Smack with Jackie Mack on March 27th, Jackie. Yeah, we're going to do that in Cambridge. It's also for Huntington's disease, so people can come and ask me questions or make fun of me or do whatever they want. <laughs> I'm up there for their consumption. And, and even if you don't like me, um, you should want to like the Huntington's disease folks and the hard work that they do. Bad news, Jackie. Nobody doesn't like you. Oh, that's not true, but we'll, do, we'll talk about that another day. That'll be the next <laughs> time. Uh, at MuttWE. E-I at W-E-E on Twitter. Click the link and donate. Jackie, thank you so much. Look forward to uh, you having a great event this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Have a great week. All right, Jackie. Uh, Jackie McMullen is joining us. When Jackie joins the show, you guys know this. She's brought to you by our friends uh, at Toyota of Nashua and by Commonwealth Mortgage. And uh, if you get a chance to donate, we'd appreciate that. If you can retweet it, it'd be a big help. We can help Jackie raise as much money as possible. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.